our wheels on fire and do a jump. At night, it could be quite spectacular, don't you think? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Feeling good, Lewis? Those 80s kids remember. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to Those 80s Kids Remember for this special holiday show. I'm Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Greg. I'm Mike. Welcome to the show. As you guessed, as I said, or hinted to, we are talking about the holidays for this episode. Some of our favorite holiday memories, some of the things that we remember going on um, for holidays. Um, I'm going to say not just strictly Christmas, but... um, at least the holiday season. I'm going to rope Thanksgiving in there too because I have a memory of Thanksgiving I'd like to share. But uh, sure, that's the gist of it. Maybe some special New Year's Eve celebrations. Columbus Day. Um, Columbus Day. <laughs> Leif Erickson Day. Boxing Day. Leif Erickson Day, perhaps. Damn um, right. <laughs> the kids. The kids are always just in. In breathless anticipation for Columbus Day to arrive. Oh man, every year. It's hard to sleep the night before. (laughs) Right. Will we have school? Won't we have school? (laughs) Are the banks open? Are they closed? How did you want to start? Did you want to start with Thanksgiving, or since they then since they go in order, or did you want to jump to Christmas right well, we away? Can just, we can jump around, but if you want, I can. I'm. I i do not know if I'm the only one that has a Thanksgiving memory to share. <laughs> well, if that's the case, yeah. then I'll share oh, well, because yeah. Thanksgiving is my least favorite of all the holidays. Least, least favorite, least, least. favorite. I hate Thanksgiving. I honestly. Oh, let's definitely start with that story then. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, this is this is like the contrast to me hating this Thanksgiving. By the way, this past Thanksgiving, I had a wonderful Thanksgiving with my family in Des Moines. I just want to give kudos to my sister Kim. I don't know if she's going to listen to this or not, but for putting on a wonderful, wonderful, fun, well-spent Thanksgiving feast. Um, it was very enjoyable. All other Thanksgivings, except that one and one other, suck. I hate them. Um, and the one wow. other one, <laughs> the one other one that um, is quite memorable, happened. Um, I forget how old I was. I want to say, um, I think it was '84. I can look it up because there was quite a historical event that happened. Um, prior to Thanksgiving. So um, as you may know, I grew up uh, for a number of years living in Hawaii. And I think yeah. it was in 84, um, just before the Thanksgiving holiday, we ended up getting out of school like a day early because we were on a hurricane watch. Whoa. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Ah. So, um, and a hurricane blew through. Uh, hurricane Eva uh, came through. It didn't hit. I lived on Oahu. It didn't hit hit Oahu like um, with the eye or anything like that but of course it got bans and it was it was a very scary time because you were you what I can't remember how old well maybe it was 82 I don't know I was like 10 or 12 okay so it was a very you know you're scared never been in a hurricane before you don't know what oh that'd be frightening as hell yeah yeah Yeah, terrifying stories At some point on um, Wednesday night, I think it was, we lost power. And the winds and the rains, it was just very terrifying. My dad worked in television, so he wasn't there because he had to be at the television station. So he wasn't home. So my mom was all freaked out and upset about that. So it was a very tense, very high tense situation. So we didn't, we like spent that whole weekend, we didn't have any electricity for the entire weekend. So, but we had the turkey and um, we kind of went ahead with the celebration anyway. And how it happened is the, the turkey was cooked on the grill. Hmm. Uh, okay. Right. <clears throat> and that is, I don't know if it's the most memorable, I guess it is the most memorable Thanksgiving, but it was also the most memorable turkey because that turkey was so delicious i have never tasted a turkey <laughs> that has tasted as good as that turkey in my entire life okay so the and turkey every... was good what's that yeah. so the turkey was good turkey was excellent okay 
<laughs> the yeah, turkey the mashed potatoes sucked. Freaking excellent. I don't I, remember anything else. I don't know that we had anything else to eat with it, but I, I do remember the, the if turkey. You had no electricity. You probably had everything in the fridge out. <laughs> right, right. But what to cook it on? We only had oh, one grill. Deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I thought that story was going, I thought she was going to give us a story about how they were family trapped. chaos. Well, they were trapped for the weekend with no power all weekend <laughs> with dysentery because of the turkey or something. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought it was going. I thought it was going to be a story about family chaos, like in Rocky when uh, Polly throws the bird out the, <laughs> out the right. door. You no, want those, to go get it. That, that was all the other Thanksgiving. That's how those. You want kind the of bird? Went. Go get the bird. Not really. Not really, but or like, uh, um, but it was like very because you go through that 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 crisis or that traumatic experience, and it came out yeah. sunny in the end. So it was a very you had something really to be thankful for because we didn't really suffer much damage at all. I don't think at all to the house. Um, That's good. And everybody was safe and alive, and we had a, a, a tasty scrumptious turkey to uh, to enjoy it. Still, what a bizarre holiday with no electricity, yeah. though. That would make for a very yeah. bizarre Thanksgiving, for sure. Yeah. yeah we were I, very I, much relying on each other for our entertainment. That's, that's I, had for a, sure. I had a weird Thanksgiving when I was like eight. Um, I woke up barfing that morning. That's never good. And... We are going to go to my grandma and grandpa's place. All my cousins, aunts, uncles were going to be there and everything. I didn't want to spoil everybody's Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I went with them and spent Ooh. the entire day laying in my grandpa's bed, except for the times where I got up and went to the John to puke. That, oh, was, my whole, that, was, wow. that was my whole Thanksgiving. Fun. <laughs> it was great. How old were yeah. you? Probably, I'm guessing eight. Yeah. Around there, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a shitty Thanksgiving. Yep. There's no was. question about it. It was. Yeah, my my most memorable Thanksgiving was probably a lot closer to now. Like, yeah, I think it was the uh, early 2000s. But uh, I I cooked something special for Thanksgiving at, at my in-laws. And apparently I didn't quite cook it enough. And Ooh. every single person except for the one kid that refused to eat it was throwing up and sitting on the pot at the same time. <laughs> no. Oh, nice job, Mike. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I gave everybody a little E. coli. <laughs> it's a little something extra special. Yes. <laughs> was it Was it the bird itself that you cooked? Oh, no, it was something else. Uh, I don't remember what it was. I think it was uh, uh, something to do with, like, riblets. Ooh. <laughs> Pork worm. Yeah. Wow. You know what I remember about Thanksgiving? I remember I the most. The thing we were most thankful about is that there was more than one bathroom. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I remember about Thanksgiving? I remember my grandmother, who's actually was a great cook. She's passed away now, but she was a great cook. But on Thanksgiving, it was always fucking white meat, and I didn't want white meat. Oh, it was dry. Yeah, and it yeah. was so dry. And I'm like, what are you doing with the dark meat? Where's it going? <laughs> Where's it? It's the only thing I want. Like she just kept it for herself. Yeah, and your I don't know. I don't know what the hell she was doing with it, but she apparently thought everyone wanted the white meat. Yeah, and sounds... I don't know anyone who likes white meat over dark meat, unless it's like. Unless it's like a fried turkey, or it's cooked, right. in a, or it's cooked in a bag, or something yes. like that, and then yeah, it's juicy it's and right. It's, it's so dry. It's very dry. Yeah, I've always been a leg man. <laughs> yeah, I dig the legs. <laughs> Big fan too, no doubt. Yeah, it, and you, the thing I always remember is that, uh, yeah, it was always at grandma's house, and it was always the matriarchy. So whoever was the matriarch is the one that commanded what Thanksgiving was going to be. And uh, uh, one year I had gotten a smoker and uh, I smoked a turkey just to have something interesting. And I brought it with and at the end of the dinner, my turkey was completely gone. And the one grandma had made wasn't. And Ooh. grandma... Yeah, Grandma was so sad. Oh, <laughs> well, wow. You made Grandma cry on Thanksgiving, Mike. Like a, like a turkey, family turkey competition. <laughs> oh, no. So, it's fine. 
It's fine. <laughs> nobody wanted my nobody wanted my turkey that I slaved over all morning. That's okay. Right. You just go in the other room and have fun, everybody. I'll just right. sit don't, here. Don't alone. worry about me. <laughs> I'll just sit here, carve up the turkey, and put it away for leftovers. Just sit here with my turkey. <laughs> You know, when I was a kid, I was a really picky eater, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. There was only a handful of Majorly. things I actually liked. Yeah. Every year, we went to my, my aunt's for Thanksgiving, and she had stuff set out beforehand that yeah. people could just kind of munch on while That's they were watching we football too, and everything. Sure. She mm-hmm. used to have chicken in a biscuit all the time, and I had like three <laughs> years in a row when I was a kid where I pretty much like filled up on chicken and a biscuit before the meal ever hit the table. Chicken and a biscuit. Just kept going back to sneak a handful of chicken and a biscuit. Those things, I love those things, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Huh. See, our family, like, you know, if you if you didn't know, I'm Minnesotan, and therefore I'm Scandinavian. So uh, every holiday had pickled herring and, and, and Ritz crackers as the set out. Not, not the chicken and a biscuit. And good God, I lived for holidays just so I could get pickled herring. Really? <laughs> wow. I'm surprised you don't have lutefisk or, or the lutza. Was that the saved lutefisk, for... The, that was Christmas. Christmas, okay. And the yeah. lutza, was that Christmas as well? That was Christmas as well, as well as okay. the krumkaka and the rosettes. The krumkaka. That doesn't sound all that appetizing, actually. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Something no, with the word caca in it. Spanish. <laughs> is it Spanish? Yeah, no, if you speak Spanish. Well, uh, oh, caca is shit, right? Yeah, anything uh, with the word caca, I don't know that I want on my plate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just shit. Cream caca, too. It's shit. Yeah, keep that the fuck off my plate. Cream <laughs> shit. You know what else, you know what I, you know what else yeah. I really remember? I remember like a tale of two different Thanksgivings for me every year because my parents were divorced so we would have thanksgiving at my grandmother's house on my mom's side then we go over to my dad's side and they were so different they could not have been more polar opposite i grew up in texas one was a, a drink tea iced tea and some water and and there's no profanity and there's a lot of religion going on then you go over to my dad's house beers flowing <laughs> profanity his expletives <laughs> are flying and it's just it was such a different thanksgiving when i went to my dad's at night now i always yeah. thought it was so much better and they and they had fucking dark meat they had dark meat there too i the big thing i had was uh i remember one of the very first thanksgivings i was ever old enough to be conscious of i was about six maybe and as my aunt's place and they like had us going around this was the only year i ever remember doing this where they like went around and told the the my aunt uncle cousins who were hosting the whole thing mm-hmm. what you were thankful for oh. it's like, I, I can't even do that as an adult you know it's like <laughs> the hell am i gonna tell them when i'm six years old you know i had no idea what the hell do to you say. remember what you came up with at any no, point no no <laughs> you know we tried that when 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 i was but when i was married and uh, with three kids we tried that and we had craig over one year and uh my youngest son cash when it came to what he was thankful for he was like maybe six ish i think he said i'm thankful for hakeem olajuwon yeah he did. <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was the greatest thing ever i'm thankful for a retired yeah. nba center that was such it was so random and hilarious i couldn't stop <laughs> We had, we had more people to give thanks after he we he got to him at the table, and I couldn't stop giggling the whole damn time. I couldn't time either. <laughs> I'm thankful for an NBA center that's retired. Yeah, that's, my, that's my thanks for the day. I'm like that's great. I'm like that's good enough, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's a silly tradition, but families do it all. Still do that. Yeah, yeah. I was a. I whenever I think of giving thanks now, I always think of the Thanksgiving scene in uh, season four of Dexter, with the oh god, Jesus. shut up, shut, shut up, cunt. Jeez, that is the ultimate Thanksgiving, man. Oh, all all hell breaks loose. Yeah, if you've never seen Dexter, I'm sorry, you won't get the reference, but yeah, the John yeah. Lithgow thing. No, I just remember that Thanksgiving was uh, well, every holiday at Grandma's house, they were identical. You never. Uh, 
it was always the exact same food and the exact same uh, conversations. Uh, the the as soon as the food was done, the women went and washed dishes, and the men played cribbage, mm. uh, or or watched football. Yep. Uh, it was always exactly the same. Uh, so, you know, it'd be the only one time of the year that you'd ever see yams with marshmallows on top <laughs> and that type of crap. So if, if uh, for a person like myself that loves to eat, that's all I did. I didn't give a rat's ass about any conversation or football. It's like just set me down in front of grandma's food. Yeah. I'll be fine. Feed <laughs> <laughs> me. Just let me feast. So, um, Mike, what town in Minnesota, what kind of region of Minnesota are we talking about with your grandma here? Was she in the St. cities? Or... St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, was she? Okay. I didn't know if she was more up north because it's very similar. My my dad's family is from North Dakota. See, and as a Cowboy yeah. fan growing up, I, I was I was in heaven because they, they were played on every year, every Thanksgiving. Every, Thanksgiving, every yeah. single Thanksgiving, they would always play. So that was always a big deal for me. <laughs> when I was a little guy, too, there were times where my I had a big family on my dad's side, mm. and I knew, and I was the baby, okay, and I knew that like I looked forward to seeing my cousins and everything, but the problem was like my aunts and uncles would always like be like pawing at me and and picking me up and setting me on their lap and everything. It's like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know, <laughs> make me do this again. Except for like one of my my one of my older cousins, uh, she would have been she was like twelve years older than me, and she was cute too, uh-huh. a teenager and right and like like her, I would like you know hey 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 come on I about some quality <laughs> lap time you know <laughs> what hey that was pretty much it everybody else it was like will you quit it get away from me and it, with with her, it was like, all right, let's let's get some lap time in here. It's been a year, you know. I had, had a very distant, very distant cousin that would show up on only on holidays. I would only see her on holidays, and she was. I'm just gonna say it. She was she was hot. Yeah. That's all there is to it. I mean, she was older, but she was hot. And I remember thinking, you know what? This is okay for me to think like this because I never see her. I only see her on Thanksgiving. So I'm gonna give myself a green light <laughs> to think she's hot. And my brother thought the same thing, and we and we loved those hugs so much we lived for them. Wow. Bring it, come on, cut, bring it in, yeah, bring, bring it, it in. come on now, oh, <laughs> squeeze. <laughs> it was well, turning a little incestuous I, there I, towards I, the I end. It was getting incestuous, yeah, yeah, so we broke away from that. <clears throat> I it truly is dueling banjos in the background. There. <laughs> yeah, <no shame. laughs> Always been my nightmare before Christmas. Boom. Um, time. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. I'll probably cut that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on to Christmas. Or does hey. anybody else have any other holidays to throw in there before we get to Christmas? Not really much between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But... No. No. Just the anticipation of yeah, Christmas. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That was it. And how, oh, you I... know. How increasingly there was with my first wife, we always celebrated the uh, winter solstice. Mm. That was right before Christmas. Yes, that's true. <laughs> or it's actually what Christmas, like original Christmas, but yeah, it's the holiday Christmas stole from exactly from pagan. My sister was big into Kwanzaa when we were little kids, yeah. Really? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I only celebrate Kwanzaa. Oh, that's it. You know what? I don't, want, I don't. Hang on. Hang on a second. There is. I will. Jeez, oh, listen to me being such a an Anglo. Hanukkah a lot of times is between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I don't want to say that there usually isn't a holiday between Thanksgiving and Christmas because Hanukkah can usually fall any time between there. Sometimes it coincides with Christmas oh, yeah. a little yeah. bit closer. But... Yeah. yeah, so... And, yeah, and I grew up in a very, very Jewish neighborhood, uh, Jewish area, and the uh, high school I went to was celebrated Hanukkah just as much as Christmas. Wow. Uh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, nice. so 
Shalom. Yeah. It, cool. Well, you know, because uh, we'd always complain that the Jewish kids got off extra holidays. Uh, they got off the Christmas holiday and the Hanukkah holiday. It's like, come on, what the heck? <laughs> how, long did did you, how, how long did you guys get off? They didn't let off? you out? Huh? They how, didn't let you out for the Hanukkah holiday? You no. had to go to school? Oh, yeah. How long did you guys get off from school during Christmas? I got off two weeks. Yeah, about that. that. Because I don't think yeah. they do that anymore. I don't know that they get that long off anymore. I think well, they get more uh, like a week. It depends. Yeah. It Does depends it? on when Christmas falls. Because I've my son has had anywhere from like two solid weeks for Christmas and then like ten days. It really all depends that, yeah. on what day of the week okay. it falls and then what day of the week New Year's Day is. Up uh, up here up up north. Up north where I'm living now there. Uh you know, they, they only have like the 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 ten day vacation because uh, the kids all get out of school in May, whereas down in the cities they get out, they don't get out of school until June. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's true. See, we always got out at the end of May. Shoo. Yeah. And that's the difference because the kids up there actually got to work on the farm. Oh yeah. I'm gonna change topics real quick. I want to ask you guys' opinion on something. When do you think Christmas music should start on radio stations? <laughs> <laughs> Black Friday. <laughs> oh my God! I agree. Uh, see, I could really. Yeah. I could see him yeah. hitting it pretty hard on Black Friday, but then laying off of it know. after Black Friday. Because it's Friday's just like it really. And that's what I was going to say. It's like over time, increasingly that that Christmas season, Black Friday. I mean, has just become this atrocious thing i mean it's even creeping in and over thanksgiving mm -hmm. yeah yeah you yeah. know and it's just and i think i think people have come to realize no that's just some bullshit and it's kind of eased back a little bit but i i don't know i think i need a breather after thanksgiving a little bit i mm -hmm. think maybe i would say december you know, and Thanksgiving, depending on the year, like this year, it fell pretty late. It fell very I late. It was say, the 28th. Yeah. 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 So I would say the beginning of December would be the perfect time. Because there are some stations that literally will start playing it at the beginning of November. And yeah. I think that's insane. Ooh, no, oh, that's, that's terrible. God. That's wrong. It's, that's just crazy. Oh. Because then it makes you, I don't know, it makes you not, you just don't like it as much then. You get you oh, super you get tired of it. of it. It burns you out. It yeah. burns you out. Yeah. Because it's not like there's a huge selection of Christmas songs. No, exactly. Well, there's not. No, it's like <clears throat> you're hearing the same damn song four times in two hours. You Re know? Rehashed songs yeah. over and over by different artists, the different versions. Mm -hmm. Especially the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas, where oh, that same melody oh. just gets... It's like it's like listening to somebody singing a hundred bottles of beer on the wall. It's that's the same exactly. thing. That's a great analogy. That's a great it analogy. Is. Like, it is, in fact, yes. the holiday version of that yeah. song. It's like I don't want to listen to this. No. It's maddening. It is. <laughs> yeah, except really, I'd rather have, you know, the hundred bottles of beer than a freaking bird in a tree. <laughs> well, let me tell you, there there is a version out there that you don't hear a lot that I think is probably my favorite version of the song, and that's Bob and Doug McKenzie. Oh, that's Doug cool. McKenzie. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. On, on the first day of Christmas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> love gave to me a beer. Beer. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. If you were to get five golden toques. <laughs> yep. See, Mike, if you were to get five golden rings, you could sell those golden rings and buy much beer. Uh, See? Yes. <laughs> there you yes. go. I could get a hundred bottles of craft beer. Easy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> And some mustache wax to go with it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then there's the 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 jingle bells with the dogs, dude. Oh, I can't that's, take that's that. the worst. I can't take oh, that. All oh, that's the worst. I mean, my brain just is not. It's just not wired for that song. No, it's just not. I can't deal well, with it. I yeah. can't tolerate it. Grandma yeah. got run over by a reindeer. That's another one. Oh, can't be the, the, the only the, one the I really. The Christmas song that I love is... most, and again, this one doesn't go back to the 80s, I'm sorry, but uh, my wife and I came home from shopping one day, or I used to do, I uh, never mind, I was calling Bingo at at, the, at Diamonds for the JCs, 
uh, and come home and my wife and I flicked on uh, Saturday Night Live and a video started that we had no clue what it was about or anything uh, and Adam Sandberg was singing uh, and had slick back hair and a gross mustache. Oh, you know yes. where I'm going with this, right? I know you're going with that. Yeah, Dick in a Box. <laughs> oh, Dick in a Box. Oh, him yeah. And, him yeah. and Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Timberlake, yes. And I <laughs> I have never laughed so freaking hard in my entire life. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I love anything by Sandberg I love, yeah. I remember yeah. seeing that when it first aired, yeah, because I, I was trying to get to sleep because I had to get up to do the news on Sunday morning. Yeah, I remember watching <laughs> that. Oh, my God. Santa Baby, there's another one I can't stand. Yeah. Oh, well, Santa you know, Baby has to be done by Eartha Kitt. Yeah. <coughs> Speaking of Santa. Yeah, the, the only Christmas, let me interject here, the only Christmas album that I really don't get sick of, which I could, like, listen to over and over again, year after year after year, is the, um, is uh, Vince Guaraldi. Oh, definitely. Charlie Brown Christmas. Charlie Brown Christmas. That soundtrack oh, yeah. is, like, quintessential Christmas. I mean, Completely agree. nothing else compares. For, totally agree. Yep. I've, uh, yeah, I remember I'm having with that. You. For me, there's two. Uh, one of them is uh, the Andy Griffith Christmas Collection. It was oh my God. seriously. It was it was made. It was made when Andy Griffith was like eighty some freaking years yeah, old. He made it. He sure. made it towards the end of his life. He's like, oh, angel. It is so excruciatingly it, horrible. I remember you saying one time, it sounds like somebody's. Grandfather has had too many just drunk as a skunk, warm brandy just... drinks. <laughs> yep, and he won't let everybody leave until they all sing Christmas carols right, with it. Right, you know? and, and then you can hear you can hear whispers of "What's wrong with Grandpa?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you guys get a chance to uh, to hear the uh, "Christmas in the Heart" by Bob Dylan, oh, that's good, stuff. fantastic that is stuff, gold. Do you hear that? Yeah. It is. It is. It's an SNL skit, is what it is. It's he, like it's like this is not it. even real. He recorded it for charity, right. basically. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And, and the charity be like, eh, no thanks. The studio musicians it's, in there had to have been on the verge of giggles throughout every fucking track. <laughs> and, wow. and there's one of my favorites is proof of why you never. Uh, force a musician to do a Christmas song. It, it, it was in the contract that he signed, and so he was forced to make a Christmas song on one of his albums, and Weird Al put out a song called Christmas at Ground Zero. I've heard of that. And huh. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is why you don't force him to do that. <laughs> wow. Was that like a parody of the uh, Fishbone song? By chance, I don't know. Love uh, Fishbone. Uh, Party at Grand Zero. Oh, I don't know. No, you gotta listen, you gotta look that up. That's like I one know. of their like biggest songs, like most mainstream songs. Well, considering I don't recall the name Fishbone. Seriously? Uh, <laughs> wow. Sorry. I don't know, Mike. My whole view of you is like completely changed. What about uh, visits to Santa Claus? <laughs> they used to have Santa Claus down at the bank every year. Yeah. In my in my town, it was one of those where if you looked closely, even as a little kid, you could see like a at the bottom of the sleeves, you could see like a flannel shirt in there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, wait a second. It was like, I, looking back, I honest to God don't know if I actually believed that that was Santa or not. I honestly don't remember if I honestly believed it or not. Why is I don't, you know, I don't even really recall. I don't ever really recall ever, ever going to see Santa Claus myself. I know there's a picture. There's at least one picture of me when I was maybe two or three sitting on Santa's lap with my brothers and sister and I'm just like bawling my head off but I don't have any <laughs> recollection otherwise of any later years or anything like that 
going to see Santa Claus. I really don't. See, for me, uh, we had uh, my my father's side of the family. My my granddad, my grandfather, Grandpa Mickelson. Um, he always took me to the Elks Club Christmas party. Uh, so it was a huge event that filled an entire conference room. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> a, a very large area, and they had the stage, and they'd have special guests. Like um, they, one year they had uh, Roundhouse Rodney, which was Casey Jones' sidekick on the TV show. You know, that was a big deal for us. Uh, I don't know. You guys probably have no clue who Casey Jones is, but <laughs> nope. He, he did a he he released a, a song called uh, uh, "Walking in My Winter Underwear." Yeah. Oh, oh okay. So, yeah, you can look that up. That's that's Casey Jones. I remember but... <laughs> walking around in women's underwear. I remember that one. I'm I remember surprised that's that. not a song on on the Cubs playlist for Christmas time. Honestly, that would surprise me. <laughs> Here, let me treat you guys. Let me, let me, guys, let, let me treat you to this real quick, okay? I'm going to play just a little bit, just a snippet here. Of, this is uh, this is Bob Dylan from Christmas in the Heart. Uh oh. <laughs> Can you hear that? <laughs> wow, I can barely hear it, but yeah. I don't need to hear it much louder. I know. <laughs> I think I've heard wow. enough. <laughs> God. So, sounds like Otto from The Simpsons. I mean, you've got to be kidding me yeah. that. Yeah, let's, let's have a Tom Waits Christmas album. Yeah, you know Tom Waits. <laughs> That'd be great. Tom Waits. Something different. Was that she's got that song, a postcard or a Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis? Is that how it is? Yes. Is that a yes. yeah, that's a Christmas card, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. It's not that <laughs> See, I, I think it, I think it, at some point in your career you need someone around you when you get to the twilight years of your life to go, Bob, no, let's not do this. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just re, let's rethink this whole right. thing. <laughs> Before we release this to the I public, I understand, but for the good of humanity, let's just leave right. that alone. You're gonna go viral, dude. For <laughs> right, <laughs> for me, for Christmas as a kid, I know this was a big thing with a lot of kids. It was very, very hard to get to sleep on Christmas Eve. Oh yeah. Oh god, extremely, with the extreme anticipation. Yeah. Oh, but I was oh, yeah. always told if I didn't get to sleep, then he wouldn't come. He would just like bypass the house kind of thing. Yeah. Right. And and we told we told our kids the same thing. Hey, if you don't get to sleep, eh, you know, he's just gonna keep on going. He knows. Yep. Right. Like Santa knows. If you yeah. want the I'm gonna back like, that. Like that's just the best way to get a kid to sleep. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> well, at least to stay in their room. Yeah, go to sleep. Oh, if I mean, you want I... the full breaking and entering thing, you need to go to sleep. Right. <laughs> Santa, Santa's watching you from right. But just to back that up a little bit, when we're talking about anticipation, like in the the coming weeks of Christmas, um, mm -hmm. I don't know, uh, Craig. Well. I'm sure you did. But in this day and age, I'm sure there's a lot of kids out there who have no idea what it was to sit there and go through the Sears catalog. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. On the toy section. That was and great. To gear and to circle all the things that you wanted for Christmas. I was Sears. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're just so hopeful and catalogs. just, yes, this is what I'm going to get. And the disappointment Christmas morning when none of it. Just, just, you know what? Just yeah. the days of catalogs, I, I remember but oddly, vividly. Oddly but enough, the, the underwear from oh, the yeah, catalog the... is there. <laughs> catalogs right. were huge back then. Yeah. Catalogs were big, man. That was a big uh -huh. way you should, That was how people shopped. That that J.C. Yep. Penny catalog, that Christmas one was thick, boy. Oh yeah, right, I used to right. wait. My brother and I used to wait on those because you'd go to the women's underwear section. Good stuff. It's <laughs> yes. good stuff, man. <clears throat> Yeah. But yeah, you just sit there and you just fantasize about all this. Oh yes, I want that, and I want that. And then oh, you get none yeah. of it, right? You get none of it. <laughs> oh yeah, and, I used and to. The other thing that you had to have the anticipation of waiting until the Christmas show was on TV. Yes. You know. Oh, Rudolph <laughs> yeah. and Frosty. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Charlie Brown, you know, all of that. Yep. You yep. couldn't just play it whenever you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> Garfield. Garfield had primetime specials on, too. You know what? A lot of people, yeah. a lot of celebs <laughs> had Christmas specials back in the 80s, too. Yeah. I remember Kenny Rogers having one. I remember John Denver having one. Yeah. Uh, there was, I mean, it yeah. seemed like every celebrity had a Christmas special back then. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember some of them. That well, the Mandrell sisters you know, probably during did. The 70s, oh, yeah. oh, during God. the 70s, there was always the Dean Martin one. That's true. Yeah, and that was fantastic. Those were great. Yeah. <laughs> so, in, in spite of the the disappointment that would arrive under the Christmas tree Christmas morning, what are some of your more favorite gifts? The gifts that you you weren't expecting to get but you did get, and let's Ooh. say were maybe your favorites, or maybe you still have today. I, got I know I still have a Christmas gift that I have from when I was like, I don't know, 13 maybe. You want to start? Um, Kick us off, Andy. Well, one that I'm thinking of, okay, so from my younger years, um, a couple of my most favorite Christmas presents. Um, one year I got like a, a toy surgical kit, like for a surgeon. And this was like, this was back in the seventies though, which, you know, you usually don't give girls that kind of thing like back in the seventies. So this was something I I don't know. I never asked for it, but um, I got it and I thought it was pretty cool because it like had the tray and all like the scalpels and everything, you know, all the, the, forceps or whatever you would need to perform nope. surgery, like in oh, silver plastic. <laughs> well, no, this is like human surgery. This is not for like dissection. This is like a surgical oh. fit on a tray with a little gurney. And um, so it was like silver tone. It was like silvered plastic and stuff like cool. that. So that was like a really cool gift. Dang. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. something, it's something you didn't expect. It's something I totally didn't expect. Okay. Um, but I loved it and I played with it. And um, the other thing, I don't know, it might have been the next, the year after that. I think I was a little bit older when I got this, but I know we were in the same place. Um, a dummy, a ventriloquist dummy. I was about to bring that up, but I'll let you go ahead first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, which I got one, did, one of those. Which one did you that get? Year. I don't know. He was, it was a, it was a boy. It was small. His head was plastic and uh, you put his, your, you know, like a ventriloquist stomach, you put your hand through the back of him and it had the little trigger and you could yeah. make him. Cause there were some popular ones. Head. There was Simon Says, there was uh, Charlie McCarthy. Charlie McCarthy's the one that I got. <laughs> It might Christmas. have been Simon Says. Yeah. It might have been Simon Says. My Those brothers and sisters hated that. Hated it. See, I loved it. I, I wanted my Charlie McCarthy ventriloquist doll more than anything in the world, and I got it for Christmas. And looking back, uh, like Craig and I just <laughs> talked about it, uh, kind of creepy, those things. Yeah. Ventriloquist yeah. dolls are a bit creepy. Yeah. Have you, did you ever see Anthony Hopkins in Magic? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God, that's the one that, because uh, I had a ventriloquist dummy just like just like that. I got it for Christmas, too, and, I, and it came in a suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Uh, and um, then I saw Magic on uh, HBO, and um, that fucking thing went right in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna come alive and kill me. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's exactly how I saw Magic too. I was over at my dad's house for one weekend, and they had HBO. They had just gotten HBO, and Magic was one of the movies that was playing, and I watched it. And I started, I started rethinking the whole Charlie McCarthy love affair that I had. <laughs> it changed things up a bit. Yeah, maybe I won't have that rubber band fixed in it after all. Right. <laughs> a couple of unusual uh, early gifts that I got involving superheroes. Okay. One of them was like a, a foot-tall Spider-Man. And I've actually found the advertisement for this thing. It's like from 1979. This is like one of my very earliest memories. He was completely immobile, and he he had one hand like up in his air, up in the air, and you put a C battery in his back, yeah, and you could plug a light into his back and put it in his hand, and he would shine, shine like a big flashlight, which I had no idea what that had to do with Spider Man, but and he had a plastic <laughs> web, a big plastic web, and then his hand that was up in the air, you you held a a lever in on his back 
and you could pull out, it was like a plastic string out of his hand that was like uh. supposed to be webbing with a hook at the end. You could hook it onto something, and then you flicked a switch on his back, and it would start to pull the plastic webbing back into his hand so he would climb it would like make it look like he's oh, climbing okay. up to whatever sure. he was hooked on. Yeah. yeah. Like it, like I said, it, the only thing is you could not move his arms or his legs. He was completely immobile. Yeah. <laughs> A paralyzed Spider-Man. Too, too much for you. And then there was Batman. I got like a year <laughs> later. I got a Batman about the same size. Mm. He had like uh, uh, real cloth clothes on and everything. The old, uh, the gray, gray, yeah, uh, blue, yeah. and the yellow utility Tell belt. Kind of like the one from the TV series. There's a couple of odd things about it. Number one, he had magnets on his hands. So you could like stick him <laughs> to like the refrigerator. It's, it's Batman. It's not Spider-Man. <laughs> you stuck him to stuff. And... He was Batman. His face was also dark complected to the point where he looked like an African American, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so Batman, so Batman could stick to walls and he was black. He was a black guy. <laughs> Are you sure this wasn't like a, a, a Chinese like uh Bootleg? Something my folks got at the Maybe dollar store market, or something. Batman yeah. that your parents got for you. <laughs> it's like flying rodent man. <laughs> right. Mike, Batman was on the Mike, show. Do you have any so favorites? Take... It was Bat Guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> that person. Mike, do you get any favorites? Any uh, any horrible? Any nightmare presents for you? Well, uh, I I have two that that really stick out. And one, my sister and I each got. Uh, a 16 inch I got Darth Vader and she got Chewbacca uh, so we got the 18 inch uh, Star Wars figures he was a, a giant he could move his arms he had the, uh, the plastic cape which really didn't last long um, before that was gone and um, he had a lightsaber that you would pull out of his arm so boom, and it, it came straight out of, of his wrist, it was more like a Wolverine type action. Yeah, um, to get it. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Did it you keep? Was, did you keep was. those? And if I'd have kept it, that sucker'd be worth a fortune right now. Yes, but it would. No, that. Uh, my mom did daycare at at that time, and that got uh, grabbed by daycare kids. And oh. Was, yeah, that wrote. was the end of that toy. Yeah. Um, and then the next one was a total out of the friggin' blue. Uh, it was at least 18 inches tall uh, the, of the, the creature from Alien. Um, <laughs> oh, I remember that. I remember was, that. I think I had yeah, one of those. I got one of those. The, the top of its head glue in the dark, glowed yeah. in the dark, If you, but you had to take the plastic piece off to let the light get on it. And uh, a trigger in the back of its head, and its mouth would open, and the second <clears> little <throat> mouth would come out and snap. Yeah. And yeah. I... Yeah, my my mother took that from me because I used to uh, terrorize my little sister by waking her up with it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Those are my the two that really stand out. <laughs> you know what, what? One of the things I remember getting almost God, it seemed like an annual fucking present was a model, a model car, a model plane, uh, something yeah. to let me. It's like. And then I would I would try to do the model. My brother would do his to perfection, and I would you know end up bashing mine against a wall. And all it would do is show me that I have OCD, <laughs> that I have patience problems. It was like the worst present in the world. I just couldn't get into models. I, I didn't have the patience for them. <laughs> too. It was just too too many steps, and I don't like reading instructions. Right. So, yeah. so it was a nightmare present for me. Did not work out. Yeah. I never got into those until I was about 11 years old. Otherwise, I, I never would have had the patience for them. Yeah. It takes a lot. Oh, I was, it does. Yeah, I was never able to do models. Yeah. <laughs> the, That's like too many parts, too many steps. Yes. Yeah. The, way too many. The two coolest things I ever got, this was I, I was a huge Masters of the Universe fan, and I – begged and pleaded for this thing until my parents got sick of listening to me. It would have been the Christmas of 1983. Mm -hmm. 
I got uh, Castle Grayskull. I remember Ooh. Castle Grayskull. <laughs> I remember seeing that. I just, I it wasn't even wrapped when I came out. It was too because the box was too big. Yeah, I sure. came out there and just the feeling of elation. As like a as like a seven year old when I came out there and found that in the living room the next morning, I just couldn't explain it to you. Could not explain it to you. It's just like, oh my god, <laughs> like you're almost in tears. You're so happy. Tears of joy. Yeah. <clears throat> so there was one Christmas that um, my my dad and my brother um, made me a dollhouse. Like um, that was like a really cool present because they like out of like real wood they they didn't use a kit or anything like that they cool, like constructed awesome. and built wow. this dollhouse with um, the shingles they had shingles on the back of it. it was like half a house um i held on to that thing forever and then finally when my brother had his daughter um i'm not sure if he asked i think he may have asked for it but i'm like gave it willingly he's like hell yeah you can take that so that was like really cool it had like working doors and carpeting. that's awesome yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, so that was one of the the cool presents that kind of like stuck with me and stayed with me through my life into adulthood. And another thing was that when we lived in Hawaii, I, I got a, a piece of jewelry, um, a gold ring that has like my name written on it in Hawaiian. It's called a Hawaiian heirloom ring, and I think mm-hmm. I probably got that when I was about thirteen. My sister got one too, but she lost hers. But um, I mean, I've worn mine pretty much ever since I got it. <clears throat> And still have it. I'm sure, it doesn't actually it. say "and one ring to rule them all." And... <laughs> right, it does kind of look like that. <laughs> you know, but even yeah, those... e- even on the years that I knew I was getting something, like I knew for sure I was I was getting it. It was still there was still a high level of excitement and elation. That oh yeah, with certain gifts. And mm-hmm. for me, my, I don't know, they were probably 14 inches or so Kiss dolls. And I remember being <laughs> so excited. And I, was, I opened them up at my grandmother's house. And I remember my uncles, who were in their 30s, giggling at me as I held on to my Paul Stanley and my Ace Freely. <laughs> and I, I couldn't understand why they were giggling. It's like, dude, I got Paul Stanley over here. What the fuck are you snickering about? Right, right. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, they're like probably the kids will do when like Elvis was popular and shit, you know. And then here you are with your long haired dudes or dressed haired dudes with, with makeup with stars on their eyes, <laughs> dressed like he's from another planet. Yeah. Oh, now I can play Kiss Meets the Phantom myself. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Kiss Meets the Phantom. Oh my God, I remember that. <laughs> Two years. So did any. Go ahead, Greg. Oh, two years after Castle Grayskull, I I got uh, what might have been the coolest toy that I ever got in my life on Christmas morning. Really? Mm-hmm. What was that? Uh, Grayskull was the grandest. Yeah. But Optimus <laughs> Prime of the oh, first generation sweet. of the Transformers, uh, he may have okay. been the coolest. I mean, it was he was a, had the the semi tractor and the trailer right and the tractor obviously turned into optimus prime himself he had a gun and all this <laughs> stuff and then the trailer opened up as well yeah and it had like this stuff inside of it it had like this robot thing that you pulled up that was mm-hmm. like shot missiles out of it and then it had like this roller car thing that you pushed a button and it <laughs> it shot it out of the, it was it was like Optimus Prime was like the coolest toy. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, your parents had more money than mine. <laughs> <laughs> those things, those things are if if you have those things unopened, those things are worth some scratch, man. Those those generation one oh, transformers. I'm sure, they are. Yeah. 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 There was a guy I saw yeah. in the news a while back, a number of years ago. He had died. And his wife inherited them. And wow. he, he had rows. It looked like a warehouse in his basement. Really? Yeah, he had rows of them Jeez. still in their boxes. Still in the boxes. Of 80s no Transformers, shit. yeah. Jeez, nice. Yeah. That's that's twisted. Yeah. <laughs> was, she like, was she like, finally... Cool collection. I know. I was finally, like, I, finally, I can get rid of these fucking yeah. things. Like, I'm gonna, 
I'm going to find out where this lady lives and break into her basement. Right. <laughs> yeah. Did you? So, did any of y'all make the the mistake of actually going through and unwrapping whatever gifts were under the tree? I got busted one year. Ahead of time, peeking and seeing what they were, and you, you I got, got busted, busted once going through a closet because I knew that I knew that these presents had to be hidden somewhere before Christmas. It's before the present the, closet. it's you right. know, there's that period of time before the present actually gets wrapped, and it's got to be right. somewhere. So I went through a closet, right. and I got I got busted looking in the up, upper part of the closet once. And I didn't find a damn thing. I was so. Just, I, I remember being so excited because I knew I was going to find something, and then I just my mom found me. Right. I, 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 there was one year that I went looking for presents, and I went in because I lived in a, you know, three of us in a two bedroom apartment. There's not a lot of places to hide anything. So mm-hmm. I went in, into my mom's closet and I went up on the shelf and I found a box and I opened it up and it had Playgirl in it. I quit Ooh. looking. <laughs> I, Strategically placed, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, oh, Merry Christmas Merry to me. Merry Christmas, Mike. Right? <laughs> wow. There was one year when I was 14 and yes, I know I was way too old to be doing that shit. But um, I really, really, I was like, when I started high school, I was in photography class and I asked for a Pentax K1000 uh, camera. And I was like, sure I was good. yeah, I'm sure I was going to get it, but then I didn't know. But then, you know, it's like I had to know. And there was the present under the tree. And I like just ever so slightly opened the flap just to like make sure, you know, oh yeah, that's it. Awesome. And then I think I went undetected, but it was like the guilt of having done that. Yeah. And then opening it up on on Christmas morning and knowing what it was and the 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 lack of pure excitement and joy. Genuine. You know, the yeah. Whole, yeah. It was like oh, God, I really wish I wouldn't have done that. And and you know, I think I learned my lesson a little too late on that, but it's like, you know, after that, it was like, yeah, okay, whatever. We'll see. I, you know, I used to have to, <laughs> to, I used to have to fake enthusiasm with presents I would get from obscure relatives, the ones yeah. that oh, didn't, yeah. the ones that didn't know what you wanted. Yeah. So they just got you something within your age group that you know they thought maybe <laughs> you would love, and then you open it up and it's some random, really obscure board game you've never heard of, and you're yeah. just, and it's yeah. really hard to fake the whole. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. This is yeah. this is great, man. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. a few of those. Yeah. yeah, those are the worst. Like, what the hell is like, this? What is this? <laughs> and uh, we, I, uh, at Grandma's house, we always got a present. And I, you know, I have to admit, I grew up in a family of hoarders. So mm-hmm. when we unwrapped presents, it had we couldn't just rip them open. We always yeah. had to yeah. open them so that they could take the wrapping paper back and put it in storage until next year. Oh, seriously? Wow. <laughs> <Yes>. wow. <laughs> yeah, we, I would just rip mine up. The the Christmas after the Optimus Prime Christmas, so this would have been 1986, I got busted. I, uh, <clears throat> I opened one up that, w- that had been under the tree. It was from my, it was from my grandma, but my, parents had gotten it you opened up a wrap present yeah and and then i put the end that i wrapped i I turned it and put it back inside of all the other presents so so it it was covered up it was not messed with yeah yeah and i knew what was in the damn thing too i knew what was in it but i had to look right i had to look and the next day i just i came home from school and i got so did you enjoy grandma's present it's like oh, oh. just that that feeling <laughs> as a kid what are you talking about are you do anything that feeling that yeah. just like i could feel yeah. my face turn red it yeah. was just like yes i'm busted it's a going to the principal's right. office feeling yep. yeah it wasn't me i swear it wasn't me right <laughs> oh, and, and Christmas, Christmas at Grandma's house as well. Like I said, it's the exact same food every time. And the, the combination of Norwegian and Swedish, so there's like Swedish sausage, Swedish meatballs, lutefisk, uh, which uh, myself, I figured lutefisk was like the Lutheran version of penance. 
you know, of going to confession and all that shit. And because mm. I would eat that once a year and all my freaking sins were forgiven. I would think so. Oh, that is, that's nasty, nasty stuff. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and the main thing about grandma's food Anything that came out that had color, they put white sauce on it. So it was everything looked like snow had hit the table. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's the white sauce made of? Uh, pretty much just flour and butter. Oh, good. cream. That's oh, wow. Yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> if you if you healthy go to an I, I like mine on rice cakes. <laughs> so, so there is one present that really like upset me <laughs> uh-huh. I, I think this was maybe the year after I got my camera so I was still kind of old I was older too old to be upset but one year for Christmas I was huge huge into U2 I was a big U2 fan back in the 80s I mean they were like <laughs> gods to me like nothing like U2 so for Christmas I got um, the rattle and hum double album set uh-huh. on cool. album nice and i didn't have a record player what? and i what? think i think that's something <laughs> that i had asked for for christmas that i didn't get but my brothers and or at least my one brother and my sister had a record player and they wouldn't let me use it ever <laughs> so i got this, this double album set of this band that i absolutely loved and i couldn't listen to it it was just like devastating well, there, there's a present like that just didn't work out thing. like yes so like even if they weren't using they still the record player nope couldn't use it just a <laughs> just a sibling thing or what what's that just a sibling thing i guess yeah yeah just a sibling thing get your no get your own yeah, yeah. get your, get your own, own right, record right. player this is mine but you're not even using yeah. it i don't care <laughs> it's mine yeah so that was like devastating to me. I will, I will say that that following May for my birthday, my I, my dad I think felt really, really bad. So he actually, and my dad never went out and bought presents for birthdays or for Christmas or anything like that. It was like all my mom. He actually went out and bought me for my birthday a stereo system, which I could finally listen to my album on. But you know, five months later. <laughs> You know, so we talked earlier cool. about, I think Craig had mentioned uh, being a picky eater. I was a really picky eater when I was a kid. Uh, and I w- just would not eat green beans. I just couldn't touch them. I just, they, they looked like something that wouldn't go well with me. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I stayed away from them. But he, so he sent me, he sent me green beans in a fucking box one year for Christmas as my gift. <laughs> he mailed it to me. He actually wow. sent it in the mail. And, and I thought, wow. if this is my only present, I'm going to be pissed. And it wasn't. There was another box that came, and it was like barbells or something really cool that what I, a, that I what wanted. What a troll, man. But I know. But I got green <laughs> beans, and I'm like, I'm still not going to eat the damn things. <laughs> Wow, let's have some fun. It's the most nice part of my child. Yeah. Right. Did, did any of you guys get the green bean casserole, though? I mean, yuck. That's... Oh, of course. Never ate it, yeah. but of course. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like green beans, cream of mushroom soup, and those crunchy French onion French things. onion things, yeah. Yeah. And Ugh. I swear to God, that's <clears throat> the only time of year those things are sold. Oh, I'm sure. They can... They they restock them the day after Christmas and they're still there for the next Christmas. Right. Them. <laughs> That's pretty much what they're for. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Do we want to mention no. anything about New Year's at all? Any New Year's celebrations here before we uh, wrap things up? Anybody have any memorable New Year's? Oh, New Year's. It's one of well, those holidays where it's like you expect it's just going to be a magical, amazing thing, and then it's just not. I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's kind of how I look back on New Year's. Right. My uh, The only New Year's that I truly remember uh, was 1989, um, and it was the last day that I did drugs. Um, oh. New Year's Eve, I... Uh, was with friends and we were doing, you know, all kinds of coke and stuff like that. And uh, of course, they were all couples, so they went off and were doing things that I, as a single guy, couldn't do. And um, I was using a razor blade to scrape the mirror and getting this black, nasty stuff uh, to get one last line. And I realized that's everybody else's spit. And 
and nose hairs and it oh. made me sick to oh. think that I was I was doing that and so that was right then and there I quit wow I interesting story that took yeah. a dark thing. <laughs> wow, things took a little bit of a turn there, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's getting real. Yeah, well, kudos to you for quitting the the coke there. <laughs> it just turned into celebrity rehab. Gary Busey story or something. <laughs> It's like, whoa, whoa, settle down there, Belushi. Yeah. Right. right. Just going to stick with whiskey from now on. Yeah. Well, good for you that you quit, though. It, that's a good thing. Yeah. That, that would certainly do it. Yeah, to look at to, that visual, I can't, can't even imagine. No. <laughs> I just can't but, imagine. Uh, yeah. And uh, right after that, uh, the very next year, I uh, married someone I had been dating for three months. So, <laughs> wow, good decisions all around. Good Dang. decisions all around that year. <laughs> <All right. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was sober at that time, though. Yeah. Any of you guys ever come up with a resolution and stick to it? No, neither um, did I. I never did. In the eighties, I never did. Nope. I mean, I the past couple of few years, there was one resolution that I made that I actually. <clears throat> did stick to which was kind of easy because it, the resolution was to drink more and i you know <laughs> going beyond one or two drinks in the year i had met my resolution because and and not for the lack of you know uh, i guess uh, not for for reasons of being morally against drinking or having a problem with drinking it's just that you know number one it's nothing that really appealed to me to begin with and, and number two, I really didn't have much opportunity. I wasn't going to like sit at home alone and like drink. Okay. But it kind of like, it kind of like became a problem where it seemed like I was a prude or something like that. Or I had like no <laughs> tolerance or stomach for it. So like my new year's resolution a few years ago was to drink more and I succeeded at keeping that resolution. So well, I'm very good proud of you. Big round of applause. Hey. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> it was hard, but I pushed through and got it done. <laughs> All right. Anybody else have anything they want to mention here real quick before we wrap things up? Eh, not really for New Year's. Nah. I think so. Okay. Nothing, one, nothing one, else. one other one. Other one. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know if you guys had, you know, big Easter celebrations, but my family did. Mm -hmm. And the, the one main memory that I always had was they made this lamb cake. It was a cake in the shape of a lamb. Oh, and, okay. And yeah, I always um, just watched, hoping that one day blood would pour from it when they cut it open. <laughs> I, I thought we were going to go the other route and say that you couldn't stand to see it being cut into. It was so cute. It was such a baby lamb. How am I supposed to eat that? But no, you totally went another way with that. Yeah, I went the I other hoping, way with that one. Hoping they would cut into it and it would scream. In, in the shape, of, I'm glad you said in the shape of a lamb because that cleared that up for me. Because I was picturing like a cake with, with I don't a, know, chunks of with lamb, lamb chops meat. or some shit in there, <laughs> made out of lamb meat, like meatloaf or something. Yeah, they had a cake, a cake mold thing. So you pour the batter in it and you bake it in the side of that, and it makes a lamb. Ah, and then, you, and then you put white frosting on it, so it's got you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. My aunt used to make then, a bunny cake at at Easter. A bunny. Yeah. yeah, it was just a bunny's oh. head with two big ears and everything. I remember getting and my picture it, taken with the Easter bunny, and I remember being freaked the fuck out by that whole experience. <laughs> um, and and looking back at the pictures, it, it's evident that I was freaked out. I mean, yeah. it's you're you're asking me at what seven eight years old to go sit on a bunny's lap right. and, and Giant, take a picture, a Giant bunny. Some weird <laughs> rabbit human hybrid person. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. We used I, to have Easter egg hunts, so that was that was fun. That was some pretty good Easter memories that yeah. we used to have. That, yeah. that was good. Coloring the eggs was always fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. And making egg salad out of those colored eggs so that the egg salad was always had these bizarre colors in it. Yeah. <laughs> Rainbow <laughs> egg salad. 
Well, all right. So I guess that pretty much wraps up uh, what we had going here today, uh, talking about holidays, seeing as we're in the thick of the holiday season right now. Mm -hmm. um, great show. I'm glad you were here to join us for that. Had some good times, good memories. Um, uh, make sure, you know, you check us out on Facebook, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, which, by the way, I did retrieve the password to um, and have been in there since. So um, I can't tell you what we're – I think it's – those. just look at those 80s kids. I think I don't even remember our Twitter handle, so I should back that statement up. I did have the password. <laughs> I do have the password, but I don't have all the information. But I will post a link to those80skids.com to make sure that you know where to go to find future episodes and perhaps when episodes might be coming out. Yes, buy a t-shirt. Um, I will have to They make great Christmas gifts. They would. Yes, I'm hoping would. that nobody Absolutely. is really kind of bought one right now because I don't know the password to the email address <laughs> I had set up a while ago. Boy, I'm doing terrible at this. But anyhow... I will work on that for next time, that's for sure. Um, so if you did buy a T-shirt, which I doubt that you probably have, I am super sorry. I have not got the <laughs> notification, but I will work on that Get um, for next time. Yes, Get them. The kids will love them for oh, Christmas. Right. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Yep. Handmade by myself. All handmade by me. Not the shirt themselves, but at least the placing of the design on the T-shirt. Nice. All done by me in the classic iron-on 80 style. Can't get any more 80s than cool. that. Perfect. Nice. Yes. Yes. So head on over to those80skids.com. Check that out. Um, we're talking about maybe posting some pictures. Mike has maybe some pictures he'd like to share of his past Christmases. Uh, we'll yeah. see if we can, anybody of us can dig anything up, and we'll share those online as well. Um, like I said, check us out on Facebook, on Twitter. Stream us through um, uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play. Also, Stitcher, um, and directly on the website, thosedadieskids.com. So thanks again for joining us for another exciting episode. And uh, wish you all the best of happy holidays. I'm Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Craig. I'm Mike. Have a good one. <laughs>